Welcome to this week's episode of Get Live with the Crew. As always, we encourage those who really love our material. You really love what we're doing over here at Get Live with the Crew. We do accept donations. I mean, I personally accept takeout plates and um, <clears throat> wedding invitations, but that's not the point. The point is, you guys are always more than welcome to, you know, send us, you know, a little dollar, two dollar, three dollar, whatever you can to uh, help out with our content creation. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the very first segment. Basically, people don't like the way players have been taken to fans talking to them lately. And quite frankly, it's all it's all heckling until somebody gets snuffed in their face by DeMarcus Cousins or somebody like that. But like I said, coming next is barriers in sports. Who needs them? There's been a lot of, uh, I don't want to say racist. I was trying to think of a more color commentary word. But uh, I guess racist is what it is. <laughs> For lack of um, a better word. <laughs> there's, been, there's been a lot of uh, incidents between fans and players in all types of leagues. I think yesterday. Juventus. Yeah, Juventus. Uh, my boy Keem, my 18-year-old yep. female on him. Um, yesterday, not yesterday, I think maybe four or five days ago was DeMarcus Cousins in, uh, in Boston. But that incident was from like two years ago, but the fan just now got banned for it. Um, what took and so then, long? of course, the famous Russell Westbrook in, in Utah. So I just want to know, has this always been a thing or does this kind of correlate with what we was talking about last week where it's like, you know, the players have gone soft and all that good stuff. Like they should just, you know, take it as it is. Like, what do, what do you guys think? I'm going to throw it. I'm throwing the uh, Carson. Carson, you first, man. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's something that's been going on, but I, I feel like that it's one of those things where, like, if you give an inch, you you can take a mile. So it's like they're getting a little bit bolder every year. They're trying to try their luck a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I, I feel like it's always been around, and then, then you know back. I say in the eighties, nineties, about in that era, they used to like throw trash on the court. Like they'd be up top throwing bottles. Like, why are you doing mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I feel like it's always been a thing. Or, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really. I agree that heckling has always been a thing. But in terms of banning fans for the heckling, nah, man. Like we paid the money so that we could heckle. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's no, I, I'm not talking about the banning. I'm just talking about the heckling itself. Like, yeah, I think that's a, that's a baloney. I'm paying my bread. <laughs> I mean, you know, how you just gonna I kick think, me out that's the refund? But I think that's the question that he was asking: is you yeah. see teams banning fans now? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, 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 oh. So I, I thought he was asking like such as the heckling side of it, but. No, yeah, not people always have should specify. My bad. Well, you know what? Speaking of banning, uh, I actually have a relative of mine who has a lifetime ban from Lincoln Financial Field. What? So I wonder sh- why. Shout out to you, James Shepard. He, he probably was freaking. Uh, no, he <laughs> was cursing out everybody in the concession because they only let him buy two beers at a time and he's trying to buy four. The concession was he wait was he trying to buy for the entire like his his entire group at once? No, him and his my cousin Jarrett. They were uh, they each wanted two beers. Oh, yeah, they were two fisting, bro. Come on now. They don't. <laughs> that's, he was mad because they let, let see. That seems like something your family would get tight about. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah, all the yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, all well, out of all the reasons to get permanently banned, you got banned over some concessions, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah. He was underneath Lincoln, Lincoln Financial Field <laughs> in the in the courthouse. What? That's crazy. Yeah. And you know what the best part was? It was an Army Navy game. Oh my! <laughs> it wasn't even a professional football game. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm not. I'm not very familiar. Does Army? play at Lincoln Financial like that? No, that's just where the Army-Navy game is. I'm, I'm saying that was, that was like a one-time thing. Like, they're, they're not really banning him. Like, I'm thinking you, like, you, you banned an Eagle fan. Like, no, they ain't banned this man. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, so what? It's one game a year. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy like that. And the thing no, is, like, too, is, he's like, still banned from, like, he can't go to the joint for no event. Nope. But, you know, here's the thing crazy, too. I want to take it, like, you know, with fans and heckling. Heckling will always be a part of it. It's just whether or not these hecklers overstep their bounds, such as racial acts and stuff like that. And also taking away the racial aspect of it. I don't know if you saw this stat, but a couple weeks ago, a, a Birmingham City fan ran onto the field and punched Jack Grealish in the face Ooh. from Aston Villa. Oh, wait, I think I saw that. He ran Wait. onto the field and punched the player in the face, and none of the other players knocked him to the ground, and not a single yeah. other teammate did a thing to this. Are family. you kidding me? Hold on, yeah. Shep. Nah, Shep. When did that? When did yeah, that? security on his back when and everything. They was, yeah, we let him on the field. Like this when man. Was that? that was like two or three weeks ago. Jeez. Why don't I remember that? Yo, a Birmingham City fan ran out of the field and punched him. And the thing is, it was all from behind. He punched it behind him, cocked it yeah. back like he owed him something, and punched Jeez. him in the face. Oh, my God. Nah, he, he definitely sucked with his wife or something. Right. Dude. Yeah, he did something, bro. And, this was, and you know what's funny, too? It was the old, like, English dude with the hat that has, like, the bridge in front of it and stuff. You know what I mean? That's, like, covered over with, like, yeah. looks like he just had six pints. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a typical mm. piece of work soccer fan. And just, yeah. he's like, he, he, I could hear the conversation pre him doing that. He's like, fuck it, I'm going on the field and I'm punching this cocksucker in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and he just jumped out there and beamed the dude. And now he's a legend for that team forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's crazy. Funny, like, but that sounded very accurate. It sounded like Chef yeah. was waiting for and a show. Nobody. Yeah, he's, he's been plotting on that. Yeah, I'm going to fucking punch this cocksucker right in his mug. Yeah, he's been plotting <laughs> on that for him. Before great now. Hey, Chef be sitting there like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come up with this line. And I'm going to figure out exactly when I can slip it in. Yeah, well, Carson, I just want to let you know, sound, you know Carson. You're 110% correct. Yeah. It's very, very accurate. Jeff is like Dave Chappelle, yo. He writes the, the punchline first, and then he comes up with the joke. <laughs> but the thing is, is, I don't put it on stage. I let my environment create the joke. And that's beautiful. That That's very – see, we appreciate that. But but yeah. listen, heckling is all fun and games until there's another mouse in the palace. You know what I'm saying? Word. Word. That's what I was going to say. Word. Can we get back to the topic at hand right now? Like, which the topic at hand is banning fans from stadiums. And that's what I was going to say. Like, they ain't banned none of them fans from the stadium at the Malice in the Palace. Not at all. Not I a think single that's like one. The, yeah, not, not even the dude who threw the beer who started the entire thing. Who hit Man, no, listen, you can't, you, you can't ban them people from the stadium. That's the fact. Not only did he pay for the ticket, he paid for the beer. Yeah, he got his ass whooped by a professional athlete. That motherfucker going to sue them for everything he, 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 they were. Nah, you can't. You can't. Nah, you can't 
It's like it's part How? of the, you said the, the, well, the one dude started it. So what if what if one of the players just walked up and punched another guy that was just guilty by association? It's part of it's. I think it's a part of like the terms and conditions that come along with buying tickets. Like they're not responsible for your safety type stuff. It's like that how they say the foul ball. Make sure you're watching because we're not responsible. What happens when a foul ball hits you? Right. Man. Exactly. So. Yeah, nah, that was a that was a good try though. He was like, "You can sue them for everything." No, you cannot. You just you could just tell the story about how you fought Ron Artest and got Molly Wap. Imagine I'm telling people that I don't care if I got my ass. I'm telling people that for the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it should be some type of uh, some type of what what what. I, I feel like it should be some kind of type of clause in there. Like they stronger than the average motherfucker, so. I feel yeah. like it's just like the UFC. They got to register their hands. Like, you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. That's nah, man. That's well, hold up, hold up. No, no, straight up. Why do they have to register their hands? Because not all of them can shoot hands. Like, look at Zoe. <laughs> you you uh, can tell Zoe. Come on, man. Look at Zoe. Come on, man. You couldn't have nobody else. Look, as much Dang. as I want Zoe, <laughs> Zoe a baller, not a fighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't think about Jose Bautista getting his face clapped. Like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. The foul ball thing. You see a foul ball coming at. I see Ron Artest coming at me. I'm gonna move out the way. You know what I'm saying? I see Zoe coming at me. I'm like, we can go around. The majority of the players are typically gonna be stronger than the average person. That'll be the yeah. How you right. know? That'll he, be the right. Throwing hands with a UFC fighter. How he know that? Right. It could be Bruce Leroy in the stands, low key. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Leroy ain't nothing to mess with, you know what I'm saying? You be running up on a karate master in the stands. That's I mean, what I'm saying. He probably not the one. He probably not the one who's gonna be starting trouble with you. But if you accidentally swing on him, I don't even think Ron Artest hit the right person. No, nah, he, he definitely. That's hit the what one. I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm saying. Like he got he got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is that guy? That guy was trying to explain to Ron Artest, like, no, it wasn't me. I still have my beer. Like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right in the jaw. But no. Nah, shut up. Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal caught somebody clean when he was sliding. Yeah, he did. That was the highlight of his career. Jermaine O'Neal used to be a dog. Don't try to When he was never over an 80 overall in 2K, you're not a dog. My bad. Whoa, he, he didn't really was. Really like, he was. Like, he was. Like, he was. 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 I don't like a single one. Tell me Carson, why. I blame you. I blame Carson. It's definitely Carson's fault. It's definitely his fault for this. You know what, Carson? Shame on you. <laughs> Big time. I'm just waiting for him to defend Damn himself. Man. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we listening, yeah, Carson. Tell us. Fault, tell us. Man. That's yeah, the softball. That's the softball he's throwing you, Carson. Right. <laughs> to lead you in. He keep he keep he keeps swinging and missing though. Like <laughs> he's he hey, you know, all the way. Cold strike. I'm waiting for the balls to get there. Oh, oh man, no, pause on that one and restart, right, please. Right, right. Yeah. All right, so that's South Carolina right. education system. <laughs> pause. <laughs> we go listen, man. Tell us what happened. Because I'm confused as to why there's an Auburn and a and a really a Virginia 
inside the final four. I'm just confused. I, I told you Auburn was going to win, but you decided to pick North Carolina for our bracket because you're a North Carolina fan. I mean, you picked Tennessee all the way up until the, to the – I did, finals. but I but I picked Auburn to get to the final four. So I was not completely you wrong. Know no you didn't know no better. You ain't know no better. I wasn't completely wrong. I was 50-50 in this scenario. Com- completely doesn't mean you still wasn't wrong. You was wrong. You just wasn't 100%. Yeah, I was wrong, but I, but I was right. What he said is wasn't 100% right. I mean, you was right. Word. It don't matter. You were still wrong, right? I guess, the yeah. judge, The judge don't care how you was involved. You was still involved, right? Yes, sir. Okay, then. Guilty. Guilty by association. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so Auburn, we all know. I think Auburn's low-key going to win it all. They got the momentum. Absolutely. They got the story. Now that my boy um, Okiki Bruce went down, Pearl. they got the motivation. They got Bruce Pearl and his crazy self. Um, who are they playing next? It's not. It's not Virginia. Who are they playing? Yeah. Oh damn! I'm sorry, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tony Bennett. We All thought right, everybody th- thought this might be the year he get over the hump. No, nope, it ain't it. And then what? Is it Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan versus, State and um, um, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech. Oh I, think God, State gonna, I think Michigan State. I think Michigan State is going to Texas Tech. I was about to say Tennessee. Tennessee. Michigan State is about to put the hurting on those boys. But yeah. But with all that being said, something happened last night, and I'm asking Carson directly because he's probably the only person who obviously knows who this is. Kobe White declared for the draft. The yeah, why? that's why. That's the like the why? number one player for um. Why for North Carolina? That's, I don't why? think he's the number. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. He's not, he's not the number one. But... I mean, he he was definitely a large part of their success. Large part, sure, but he was he's not the best player on the team. We all know the best man, player on the team is. My man, no, because he didn't get any burn to the to like the end of the season. No, 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 hey. no, no, no. He got burned. He just wasn't playing the way Roy Williams wanted him to play. He's, he's don't come on. Don't be fooled. If he went. Not even went to any other school, but yes, if he would have went to any other school, not see little would be a clear cut top five pick, and we all know this, which is why even though Kobe White declared, he is not going in the top fifteen picks. Nasir Little is going in the top fifteen picks. Yeah, you know he, he if he gets lucky, he'll be fifteen. Uh, if he gets but, lucky, yeah, if he gets lucky, he'll be fifteen. The but... Zion killer is going to go fifteen. Fifteen. If he's lucky, yeah. I don't know. I, I asked this question just for off the soul strength of, like, I'm confused as to why Kobe White, with the way i seen him play, um, especially why is he with declaring? That, yes. Why is he declaring? Man, chasing that bag, man. He's trying to get his security up. <laughs> real, so, so, security, my only hope. This is what I was going to say is he, had, he got a lot of national exposure because of, of he went this and mm-hmm. how pivotal he played on the team. Right. So, goes back to UNC next season. Even if UNC does better, there's no guarantee that he's going to appear to play such a pivotal role on the team. His stock is probably the highest right now. So, even yeah. though he may not go the team, he may drop even lower if he goes back. For sure. <laughs> That's definitely a possibility. But it's so I still, think he, I think he got a little. He, he feel like he got a little clout right there at the end, like right in uh, and through the ACC tournament and on up. Like he was, he was actually like the main one putting on. The push that he put on, put together for UNC this season was good enough to make him a first round talent. And he don't want to slide back in the second round. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's cool and all. But no. No, no, no. This man, one, he's, he makes very, 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 very poor decisions. Um, he plays like he was just naturally talented, more talented than the players that he went up against. It wasn't even like, you know, his basketball IQ was on display more times than not. Like, he was just a re- he's just a really, you know, good player. Um, I think if he would just stay one more season, I don't understand why he's in such a rush um, to go to the I league. I like a fan talking. Mm. What, what, what do you mean? I'm confused. It sounded like you, sound like you want him to stay for your own personal agenda. I don't want him to stay. Selfish. We don't need him. Cole Anthony's coming to UNC. I could care less what Kobe White decides to do. Boy, you I'm don't know that. You. I'm telling you. RJ, RJ gone. So, Kobe White, that, I mean, um, not Kobe White, but Cole Anthony, he might go to Duke. Boy, Zion go back. He, come on now, come on! Now. If, if Kobe White is declaring for the draft, you really think Zion Williamson is? Cons- hey, it's, it's no, been reports no. out there that say he was considering staying for another there, year. There, going to there was reports that Sierra had both body parts, but we know that's not true. You yeah, know what I'm we, I mean that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> that was that was a report. Boy, where the hell did you pull that one from? <laughs> Whatever, boy, he went back in the memory file cabinet. Man, elementary well, that was about middle school type. Right, right, literally when it was. But yes, that's how outlandish that sounds. Um, we just don't know no better because we don't know the true answer. We all know Zion should and probably is going to go to the next step. Um, as, much as, as much as everyone keeps saying, oh, you know, he's his own guy. As much as Zion said, I just love playing basketball. It doesn't matter where. That's a whole bunch of smoke. That's a big-ass smoke screen. Zion knows he is one of the best prospects to come out of school in of uh, quite some time. And just strictly off his combination of being able to play a good game of basketball, and he's a explosive uh, athlete. So, and everyone out there, can we please just calm down with the reports of him being top 50 in the NBA right now already? Can we yeah, just, it's your, it's, can it's we just, can we, that. can we please just squash that? But um, honestly, yeah. I, I think he might stay because I, I know the guy that's close to him. Um, I, it was actually one of his coaches. I used to play ball with him a couple of times because, you know, I'm down here in the Spartanburg area where mm-hmm. he's from. So, the guy told me, and I was asking, I was chopping it up with him. I was wondering, I was like, Zion could have went to any school he wanted to. What made him go to Duke of all places? Like, they, Duke has never had a Zion type player, caliber player, uh, like the go there. Uh, so he's he's probably the best recruit they've ever got. So I was asking, like, what made him want to go to Duke? And he was mm-hmm. like, man, that's just like, that was his dream school. That's where he always wanted to play. So I, I'm thinking he's saying he want, might stay another year to win a championship. I think he might want to have that in his memory bank, you know. So when he retired from basketball, that's an accolade he can look upon. Yeah, 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 sure, whatever. He's not staying. <laughs> this is my thought. Yeah, sure, he's not staying. All right, now you're going to be looking with the punk face if he does stay. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, I'm willing to put a, a, a not a good amount of money, but some money on that. We're gonna put some yeah, money yeah. on that for sure. We're gonna figure that out for sure. Um, but I think uh I think we got one more thing to talk about. I think we got one more. Uno Mas coming your way. Baseball's in full sw- 
No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. But we do have a baseball segment coming up next. Bankies. Uh, first of all, dang it! I didn't mean to do that. We we had anyway. My thing is, you guys got ten people on the intro list before you say anything about <laughs> worrying about contact of any sorts. Um, look for good. Good on you for being progressive and calling it the injured list. Listen, I had to. It's going to take a while because I definitely said the disabled list earlier, and my cousin, who I keep mentioning about when the Yankees are brought up. He was like, no, no, because Jacoby Ellsbury is definitely mentally stupid, so he's definitely disabled. He's on I'm the- like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the room. He's the only one getting paid to do nothing. Jacoby McCabe Ellsbury. I, I told you how he always brings up a middle name of the player he doesn't like. Oh. <laughs> no, so he- names of players. Yo, because he'll, he'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, Greg. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. The other day when, when uh, Greg Bird hit a home run, he said, holy shit, Greg Bird hit a home run. He hit one today, too. <laughs> oh, man. He don't want to get cut when Adam, when uh, not Adam, when uh, Hicks come back. Huh? He does not want to <laughs> get cut. But, not, I mean, you guys, the very first game of the season, you guys did hit pretty well as far as contact-wise. Um, but I didn't see the assuming series, so I'm, I'm assuming, Shep, you did. And... <laughs> Here, so with making contact, it, it, the most frustrating thing is men on and they're not getting brought home. Okay. And as your cousin probably harps on mm-hmm. immensely, is that the fact that the bases be loaded, there'll be one out, and the Yankees get one or no runs in. Unless there's a grand salami in the inning. You know what I'm talking about? So it's just. <laughs> What what really gets me, like, the specific scenario on yesterday's game versus the Baltimore Orioles, where to I think there's a chance to tie the game as a man on first and second, uh, one out, and Giancarlo comes up. And this man is hacking at the ball, okay? This is the A-B just before getting injured. He was <laughs> hacking at the ball. And, and like, like, it's like the ball stole something from him. Uh, <laughs> And then Luke Voigt came up after after John Carlos struck out looking. Luke Voigt comes up, and I could feel the breeze through the TV on the first pitch that after he, he's on the bat. Okay, and it's like, dude, if you guys just put a little bit of wood on the ball and st- like stop turning your heel, maybe we'll make some contact and play some baseball. And I hate to say it, really bothers me to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm playing a little more like the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. He said it. He, he did. It. Right. I think that's a crime. I think that's a crime. I don't think you're allowed to say. No. I don't think you're allowed I, to say that. No, here, as a, as a baseball fan, I realize how good they make contact with the ball. It's one of their oh, best yeah. features. They could, they could suck it in their bullpen, and they could suck it everywhere else. But, but, <laughs> but so their ability the, to contact. They could hit contact. What I was going to say is, as a Yankee fan, I don't remember a time where we were ever, ever once a team 
of contact. That really drove off a of contact. Yeah, like even when ever. we even when we were never. you know the never captain's were. team behind the never captain, were. we still never had were. Sheffield, we still had A Rod, we still had Giambi. She- Sheffield had- was, was Sheffield was an outstanding contact hitter. Giambi had very good contact, so did A Rod. Giambi was not that great of a contact. Like, he was like, like he was saying, he was about league average. How is Giambi a contact hitter and he couldn't leg out a double the whole time he was with the Yankees? Man's man, seen I single son. Yeah. All right. Anyway, the, I'll, give, I'll the, give you that. The, he definitely got singles, but like nothing more. But that's what I'm saying. All the, is, all the Yankees' big uh, innings were off of doubles and home runs. It was never yeah. singles. It was never triples. It was always doubles and home runs, and the doubles yeah. were hit off the wall. <laughs> so, yeah. Like it the was, Yankees, the Yankees' strategy is legitimately multi-run home runs. <laughs> That's it. Right. They want to get people on so that but when the here's home run comes the around, they can get people is, home. The thing is, is that you have the two cherry trees in the outfield of six foot five Stanton and six foot six Aaron Judge that have these enormous strike zone hit boxes, and these and pitches get cold in them left and right, and they feel like they have to swing at everything. Giancarlo okay. doesn't feel like he could let an inside low pitch go by because that's the only pitch he feels like he can hit. And he swings over it a healthy portion of the time. Right. Okay. It, you know, it, it's frustrating to me. I mean, even Mark Teixeira, when he batted on the other side of the plate, he was a contact hitter. When he batted the lefty, he was a complete another power hitter. But at least there was some contrast there. When you had the players such as Robinson Cano, doubles machine. When you had players such hey. as... A Rod, you know he was you know, he was never like the leg it out triple type of dude or anything like that. Maybe well, earlier, was, but he was a professional hitter. A Rod, A Rod hit the hit the damn ball. Derek Jeter, three hundred average habitually. You know I mean, Hideki Matsui could kill. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree that we used to have we used to be a lot more contact based. Now it's definitely just like. Home run hitters. I think you guys were more. I think you guys were more balanced because you guys always had the the because A Rod after after a certain part of his career became into a straight power hitter. Yeah. Where although he hit for average, when he made contact, it was a double. It wasn't no damn single. It was a double or it was a home run. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And that's when I hated the Yankees the most. It was like, damn, we got a Derek Jeter is about to get a single easily, Um, and then he and then he's gonna. Set up the plate for whoever your number two hitter was. Was it Jorge Posada? Could have been Johnny Damon. Johnny, yeah. Damon. There was there was a there was a long time where him and Damon were switching at the front at the one and the two. And okay. I think Posada was the three. No, he switched Posada with the was six. Like six. Yeah, That's what I was he, was say. Six. Posada, he was six. They okay. were switching Posada at the three and the six. Like who were they switching them with? No, Alex Rodriguez was in the, uh, at the three, and then it yeah, was he like, was well, definitely was the three. Either. This is like Alex Rodriguez, and then the four hitter was probably Mark Teixeira. The five hitter was no, 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 not that time. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm saying, talking about I'm saying, the you're time talking of, about later on. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about uh, the days of Bernie Williams and Hideki oh, Matsui. Yeah, then oh, they were all together. I think the first year Avon got there, the first two years. Dude, no. Then the second hitter was Robinson Cano. Oh yeah, there we go. That's who it was. I don't know how the hell I forgot that. But then you got Robinson Cano, who's a professional doubles machine. So then there. That Jeter was bad, right? Right, Third, I believe. I can't no, Jeter was bad. You had, you had, it was Jeter first, and you had Robinson Cano, and then, then you had Alex Rodriguez, Hideki you, Matsui, fucking um, uh, Bernie Gary Williams, Sheffield. Jerry Sheffield. I'm sorry, Gary yeah, Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's right. Bernie Williams. Was bad, like seven. 
DH was Jason Giambi slash first baseman. Yeah. And then you also had Doug Mankiewicz, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one-year thing. I just had to bring that up. But the thing is, is that the Yankees now is a do-or-die team, and when it's do and it's working, it's fucking so entertaining. It makes you want to watch baseball every single day, and when it's not working, you want to scream at your TV and punch yourself in the face. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I feel like I feel like that's definitely what it is. Like, like how we said before, when Jeter came up to the plate back in the day, like in an inning, like not when he let off, but when Jeter came up and we were halfway through an inning, we knew we were still getting like two more hits that inning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now, it's like it, you never know when the bats are gonna go cold and we're gonna get struck out. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna get nine outs in a row. You never right. know what is gonna happen with the. Yankees. You know when the you know when Stanton's bat's gonna go cold in a big spot. You know when it's super hot. Oh, always, when up, always. When we're up by six runs in the seventh inning of a game we're about to win, he'll hit a fucking grand slam. We talked about this. <laughs> we talked about how his hits are never timely. He either hits the grand slam that blows the game out by like eight or nine runs, or he hits that irrelevant two run shot and your team is down nine. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, he got timing. Bad no, I'm sorry, not not a not two run home run. He'll hit the solo shot where it's like, wow, that's what Stanton can do. If only there were men on base, uh, that that was a home run. That home run should count for four runs. <laughs> anyway, the Yankees are down eight runs today. <laughs> like that. That's why I uh, I feel like this year should be a good turnaround year for him. I hope. I feel that's like what, he, that's he what shakes you guys the off. You know, because it is what it is at this point, and I have a, a lot of high hopes in this team. And I really sound bitter bitching about anything about this team because it's a quality team. And a lot of teams around the league would love to have players of this caliber on their team. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys have the second best roster in the league. It's just a matter of your six of your best players are on the injured list right now. Yeah. Including including the backup. I I think once. That's what I was going to say. I think once we get Ellsbury from Hip. No, no, hell no. From his Tommy John. By the time we get Didi back from his Tommy John surgery, I think we're going to be looking good. I think you know what it is because your bench is now exhausted because of the fact of like your some of your key starters are hurt, like Didi, for example. Um, Hicks, for another example, Stanton just got on the injured list today. Andrew you guys Hart, are going through. Andrew Hart just got Biggie's on the injured list. Yeah, yeah, so you guys are. But here's, guys are here's the beautiful them. thing: we we just replaced him. We called up Clint Frazier, and we have DJ LeMayhew. And the team's basically still a major league ready team right there. Yeah, for sure. You guys definitely have the talent to still be in games, but um Enduhar tore his shoulder. I think people uh, already don't yeah. realize how good DJ LeMahieu is. He's good. He's he definitely True. He, True. from well, but people you know, understand with the Rockies. He did play for the Rockies, so you know the people aren't always <laughs> big believers of people who played for the Colorado. Team. Yeah, guess what? Now you got a now you got a stadium that's half the size, and that you're in. You know, it's like yeah, you're right. The, the only thing that's bad about Coors Field is obviously the elevation, so the ball always carries. Um, but Yankee Stadium, just from when we went to the game, I'm like, this is it. This is all I got to hit a ball out of. Yeah. <laughs> like, Makes almost feel like he can do it. Almost until I swing and whiff on a bad 84-mile-per-hour fastball that seems like fucking Noah Syndergaard just threw it. But, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go ahead and throw it to the next subject for the, for, the, uh, for the good folks at home listening to Get Live with the Crew. 
Mo set the pins down. I had to roll the ball. My bad. Uh, understandable. Understandable. <laughs> I, mean, I can't even be mad at that. But what I will be upset with is if we don't manage to do an outro today. Because Fleece is always talking about doing an outro. So, I feel like we should just knock out the outro. And then everybody can go about their Thursday evening. Man. Yeah. My social media in this one. That's how happy I am. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on game. I'm on game. I see what's going on. Yeah, let's go ahead and get this cranking. Go ahead. <laughs> so, anyway. Wait, yeah, y'all can catch me on Twitter, Pharaoh underscore GL. Catch me on yep, 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 yep. IG and Snapchat at Power in My Skin. Okay. And he will not DM back. Let that be known. Wow. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Honestly, I mean, I, I'm not even feeling it this week. You got. Showtime underscore Mo Reckless. The three is an E. Notorious M-O-E. Y'all know how to spell it. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, bro. Rest in peace to my boy, Nipsey. Come, come on, on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. He's he, 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 <laughs> he, Like, yeah. In the show, rest in peace to yeah. Nipsey. I, I get it. what's understood ain't got to be explained. I mean, you kind of dredged it over. We were kind of trying to think about it. Like our, our, our waking yeah. moments are lonely moments to ourselves are considered are filled with the thoughts. So. Oh, is this where you want to be when Jesus come back? Is this what? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? <laughs> I need to hear. I need to hear the N-O-T-R. Oh, like, you know what I'm saying? I need to hear that. I can't even spell the whole word. Right. He oh, said he wasn't feeling it. What the hell does that mean? Feeling it, bro. It's 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 this. That's not that's not what it is this week. This week we paying homage to the great one. Well, Mister Krebs, you can catch me at Allen underscore Shepherd underscore Junior, son. What's up? Mm. See me. Instagram that was good. Oh, that was good. Three seventeen th underscore on the IG man. You already know Twitter stat under. Oh no, I lied. It's not stat underscore gl anymore. It's talk to him stat. Talk to him, stat. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Talk to him, stat. As you heard, we out here. We out here. See, I know we're going to get live with the crew, 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 crew. Slots now.